Welcome to Time to Pray on Monday the 20th of April. I weave a silence onto my lips. I weave a silence into my mind. I weave a silence within my heart. I close my ears to distractions. I close my eyes to attractions. I close my heart to temptations. Uh, we're going to read the second part of the Gospel reading we had in church on Sunday. Um, you may remember the first part takes place on Easter Sunday in the evening and Jesus appears to the Twelve, uh, brings them peace and blesses them with the Holy Spirit. Um, and we pick it up, uh, John chapter 20, 24 to 29. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the Twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciple told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Take a minute to read again slowly. Find a word or phrase that catches your eye or moves your heart. Perhaps slowly repeat the phrase. Turn it into a prayer. Scott spoke about this very well yesterday 
and he mentioned uh, one of the points I always like to make is that our English translations have gone off in a, a side road really start uh, when Thomas, <clears throat> when Jesus tells Thomas stop doubting and believe that's not what it says in the Greek um, it's just a history of translation and I guess people don't want to move away from it it really says stop unbelieving stop not believing and believe doubt I think is best described as faith in two minds so it's not the opposite to believing doubt uh, it's a condition a, a, a kind of quality of belief a qualifying of belief uh, unbelieving is the opposite but I think I ought to mention um, the phrase Thomas says my Lord and my God uh, innumerable people have called Jesus Lord and even my Lord on, on these very pages of uh, the resurrection appearances in John's Gospel uh, I said something about that when we talked about Mary Magdalene she talked about my Lord and the Lord and the disciples here um, when reporting to Thomas say we have seen the Lord uh, now the Lord like Sir I suppose in English has a variety of connotations from being a mark of respect in, uh, to, to being a, a title uh, and in the case of the Hebrew Bible a description a title of, of the God God um, so there's a sense in which perhaps Thomas is saying more uh, in my Lord than G, uh, um, Mary Magdalene was saying to the gardener. Uh, but nevertheless, I think the, the, the weight is on the second part of Thomas's uh, confession of faith. And of course, just listening to a little bit, we miss the fact that this is the last part of John's Gospel. Um, John has a little bit more to say um, in the rest of the chapter, John chapter 20 uh, finishes with just two more verses and most people I think say that was the original intended end of John's Gospel. That's the part where he says uh, many things, other things would have happened, I couldn't have written them down, but these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. So that's John's conclusion and the kind of narrative, the story that gets him to that point is capped off by Thomas's declaration my Lord and my God now it's very rare for us to read uh, John's Gospel all through in one setting but I think it's legitimate to say that this part connects back to the opening paragraphs of John's Gospel uh, John chapter 1 verse 18 no one has ever seen God now that's an extraordinary contrast isn't it that John at the beginning is saying no one has ever seen God and he's going to say and that's why Jesus came and here we've got Thomas explicitly seeing Jesus and saying my God so 118 no one has ever seen God the only God who's at the Father's side he that is the Son has made him known so that's the kind of uh, declaration theological uh, intention of John's Gospel to show that Jesus makes God known and Thomas comes to that point at the end of the gospel so it's like QED what I set out to demonstrate says John I have demonstrated this is a person who's come right through to seeing something that no one else has seen before I think just as a footnote to that it's worth saying that 
no one understood this about Jesus until he died and rose again. No one says something quite as as wonderful and, and, and far-reaching as this just listening to Jesus or even seeing him heal or even seeing him raise dead people. It's only when Thomas is confronted with a person who is clearly being crucified and died and is in front of them that he's moved to this point. But of course we shouldn't miss out the fact that uh, Jesus actually Jesus last words in the gospel it says happy blessed God has been kind to those who have not seen and yet have believed. There's a recognition that the generations to come the generations that Jesus prayed about in John chapter 17 uh, will not see Jesus in the flesh but yet they can still believe. Belief does not depend upon seeing it's about trust and a recognition that God is faithful and has achieved his purpose in Jesus his son. Father we thank you that Thomas moved forward in his understanding. Rightly reluctant to believe other people's accounts of your work in their life he wanted something for himself. Praise you that you moved him to this confession, my Lord and my God. We pray for ourselves that we each day might see more of you in Christ, more in the work of the Spirit in the world. Open our eyes to see and believe. Amen. Lord, teach me to be generous, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heat the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labour and not to look for any reward, save that of knowing that I do your holy will. Amen. <laughs>